Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Hello and welcome to Six Show Podcast, Copy in Copenhagen. Uh, my name is Owen, and the man sitting across the way from me is Marius. Hello. And the other man sitting across the way from me is Masud Vahedi. Hello. This is our guest for the week. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, right, so we're doing the Six Show co- Podcast, Copy in Copenhagen. Uh, we talk about life in Denmark. Uh, we talk about life in Scandinavia. We we yes. do that by bringing stories Uh, that we find in the newspapers or on the internet or whatever it is, and we bring them to this desk and we talk about them. Isn't that right? That's that's you nailed it. Yeah, and uh, because Marius and I are quite narrow-minded, we like to get guests in to give a, a bigger perspective. So, Masud, you are here to to give your view on Danish life and whatever else you may bring, and uh, I expect it to be good because you are a comedian, sir. Yeah, I'm a comedian and I'm a foreigner as well, so that's perfect. I perfect like to combo. Make fun. Yeah, yes. the perfect combo. Days. So tell me, sir, before we get into the nitty gritty, tell me about your life in Denmark and your life in comedy. Yeah, I've been doing comedy for 12 years now. Uh, before that, I was studying um, uh, political science uh-huh. and I was a soldier as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had a, yeah, and I do podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my life in in Denmark right now. <laughs> But I did political science. I liked it a lot and I like to talk about and I'm still really much interested in that yeah. as well. And, and Does com- that inform your comedy also very much? or? Yeah, sometimes it does. I like to make, kind of think about how the world works and make fun of that and try to explain it in a funny way because people mm. understand everything in a funny way. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's yeah. just... just easier to do that yeah yeah it helps, helps it go down it might be uh, uh quite uh, handy to have you uh, in the conversation later on because before anything else uh, is said today we might as well bring up the fact that today is the day that uh, russia invaded ukraine yes so that's uh, that's a topic that we'll discuss uh it's not one of the main topics we've brought up because we were researching before this morning but uh but yeah so it's going to be interesting to have your take on that later on yeah that's going to be fun and <laughs> that's going to be fun comedy <laughs> there <laughs> right but uh let's, let's 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 dig into it let's get into it uh, uh, uh Marys, what what did you find in the newspapers this year uh, year this year week? day minute <laughs> yeah this week this week uh well um i uh i saw an article on uh, dr about uh, a, a small protest of uh, about 40 some uh, bonholma people people from mm. bonholm and uh, they were protesting uh, against um Uh, against the uh, b- potential of the American military uh, sort of uh, taking up uh, residence, uh, it's part of this whole NATO and sort of the, the America's sort of idea about arming Europe, uh, b- b- probably most likely to, you know, uh, scare Russia. Yeah. Um, and um, yes, uh, people on Bonholm are a little bit conflicted about this. Yeah. And uh, well, a, a bit of historical background first. Yeah. The last time there was any uh, foreign military in in Denmark uh, was when the rocky uh, islands of Bonholm was occupied for 11 months by the Soviet troops from uh, 1945 to 1946. Oh. Uh, and uh, just a few days ago, um, so in current time, 
Uh, two uh, F-16 fighter jets landed in Bornholm's airport. I didn't even know they had an airport, actually, to be honest. Mm. Did you know Bornholm? Yeah, no. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just thought they had uh, a harbor. <laughs> anyway, um, that's on me. <laughs> um, well, two F-16 fighter jets landed uh, in Bornholm as part of sort of a, an uh, armament uh, in connection with the conflict in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question of whether the, this armament in general is sort of the, the right uh, way to go isn't agreed upon, uh, sort of with the, uh, the the inhabitants of the island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the fear is a little bit from uh, some of the Bonholmers is that uh, well, could this mean that Bonholm becomes like a legitimate target then uh, if this sort of uh, war in Europe breaks out? Um, um, They're big and, words, Marius. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I said if, yeah. <laughs> I said if. I'm not promising anything. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, if the agreement uh, with the Americans is negotiated, uh, nego- negotiated through, mm-hmm. it means uh, sort of a showdown with this 70 year policy of not having a foreign military uh, on Danish soil in peacetime. Mm. Uh, and uh, according to Enhuslisten uh, on Bonhomme, uh, which uh, arranged this demonstration. Uh, they they see it as the completely wrong way to go um, to sort of open up for the Americans to come to the, the country. Mm. Uh, and according to this, um, Morten Ries, who is the deputy mayor um, on Bornholm, and he says it would be sort of a, a relinquishment of uh, sovereignty if American troops were added to Bornholm. Relinquishment of serenity? Sov- sovereignty, yeah. Sovereignty. Sovereignty. Okay, right. Oh, sorry, sorry. Because <laughs> it's kind of funny because in his list... Make this funny for us. Yeah, back in the day, they were a communist party. Okay. Like, uh, and uh, they still have <laughs> some ties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with... Very, very low... With... Not not, not to Russia anymore. Right. But they used to back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. But they... They are, you know, they're a very left-leaning party and they're sort of very egalitarian and mm-hmm. sort of, yeah, it grew out of a communist sort of uh, belief. Sure. Um, mm. So it's, it's uh, yeah, Monrys, who is from Enos Listen, has sort of uh, rejected that the demonstration today is about Enos Listen's being sort of stuck at all sympathies for the Soviet uh, Union uh, and against the Americans. Uh, it's the uh, sort of military rearmament itself. That's okay. So it's not. It's not the. It's not a um, uh, political ideology that they're talking about. It's it's the armament of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And he says like there are several things in it. The moment we get American troops on Bonholm, uh, if that's how we do it, then he fear Bonholm could become sort of a legitimate target for those uh, whom the United States well may be in conflict with. Let's be realistic here. It, like Bonholm is not exactly a, a strategic. The only thing it's close to. Is Russia right? I mean, it's like well, I don't know. It's it's quite close to Sweden. It's quite close to Denmark. no, no. I know, but like, <laughs> I don't think America is arming itself against Sweden. Are no, they? no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but I do think it has some. Uh, again, I'm not the expert. Maybe you can. Yeah, I, I know actually why because I'm. I don't know I'm an expert because I, well, one of the reasons Denmark is a is an independent country in the world is because where there are where they are in in the in the, in the what's called the sea. Östersund, the Easter Sea, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Baltic, the, the Baltic, Baltic Sea, yeah, 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 yeah. Baltic okay, Sea in, yeah. in uh, English, yeah, hmm. it's because no major power want another major power to have uh, control over the straits. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, if, yeah. if 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 Germany invaded, then uh, England and Russia and Sweden would push them out. Uh, okay. And okay. all the way around, so nobody. That's the why Denmark is independent and not a part of Germany or Sweden. Mm-hmm. So Bornholm is very important because that's really. 
the key to get to the Baltic Sea. Yeah, yeah. So strategic is very important. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's that's yeah, that's really yeah, you okay. have to have control of Bornholm, you have control of the Baltic Sea. So and like if if you're Russia looking at that, it would be if America put a base there, it would be a threat to their use of the Baltic. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. Huh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Mm, I no, got no, a no. <laughs> interest for intentional conflicts. I don't know how fun it is, but uh, <laughs> no, tell, <laughs> maybe some fun. <laughs> no, tell, tell us about it. So you you have served with the, the Danish army. Yeah. Uh, and you were you were saying you're in Afghanistan and uh, Iraq. Yeah. yeah. And that would have, uh, am I correct in saying that would have been part of NATO and NATO operation? Yeah, in uh, in in Afghanistan was NATO. Okay. In, 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 in Iraq, yeah, no, that was there was a, yeah the coalition. French coalition of the willing. Oh yes. Yeah, yes, the coalition of the willing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From a from like your experience with being in the Danish army, I say you're 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 still involved in the army mm. now, and you heard the idea of uh, a military an American military base. What is it like from your Danish uh, experience? Yeah, is that like a thing you would be pissed off about, or do you think it's something you'd be oh, like? Oh. Uh, Denmark does it all the way. You know, <laughs> that was my own topic. With Denmark, thinks how we are in the world and how important we are in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Greenland is defended by four dogs and two men. <laughs> Not really. Uh-huh. But if the Russians come, they shoot at the two men and four dogs, and mm. then the American come and defend Greenland. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the whole really idea defending. is the Americans are right. Next. Yeah. Okay, okay. So the whole idea how Denmark is a free country is because America is there. Oh, so okay. just to pretend, oh, America is gonna land at home. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's not us defending Denmark. Okay. It's the Americans to defend Denmark. But you would you would you be against it or no? Like, no, I'm no? fine. Just come in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to do it anyway. So come in and do your stuff, and yeah. we're not. We we can't defend ourselves no. against yeah. the Russians. Yeah. 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 If you remember the. We didn't do too well when we tried to fight off Germany with our, I think, 20 soldiers. What was it back in uh, the... They woke up the soldiers in Denmark. You know, the Danish defense Denmark was Castello. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to alarm the military because they were, they were afraid to piss off the Germans. Mm. So the Germans just came in and woke up the Danish defense at Castello. Yeah. The soldiers really? were sleeping. <laughs> and they woke them up. And then I have a small fight at the Malienbor and about the, the border. But the real defense was sleeping, so... Okay. Not the best soldiers, the Danes. <laughs> yeah. And we got the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. We lost as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we're not. We are not so Can good I ask, at it. Why? Why did you join the army? Because I was interested. Yeah. I've always been interested in international conflicts since I don't know. Since I know the Kosovo War. Yeah. And because I was. But you, you're you're saying to us off air that your your family was from Iran or is from Iran? Sorry. From Iran. Yeah. And so historically, you you like your family has been around conflict in Iran and the the yeah, like war and things. Yeah. Every time you ask people of her bosses, okay. Every time somebody talked to me about if something happened in the Middle East, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, hey, something here happened here in Syria. What's up with that, Masood? And I was like, <laughs> I'm not You're the from expert the whole, uh, Syria, uh, yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna look it up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got, got to be an expert about another expert that I knew, I knew about how st- stuff worked. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I was interested, in, and I w- was in in high school. I didn't like the military. I, ever, I was so afraid to go in the military. I didn't yeah. like it at all. Yeah. So uh, in Denmark, you have to draw to see if you if you get conscripted or not, and I threw a very low number, so I got to go in and think, okay, let's let's just try the real soldiers stuff. Okay. And I did that, uh, and I and I was I had an opportunity to go to Iraq, and I thought uh, it was kind of peaceful at the time in Iraq, mm. and there was two reasons because I I, I, I would like to. Um, 
study political science mm. and maybe go in politics or do something in that international politics. That's what my my interest was. Mm. And I knew at every you know every president in America or every politician who has been at war, they mm. don't like war. Mm. If every politician has not been in war. They go to war, mm-hmm. oh. and I, and and I knew the story with the Oliver Stone who made Platoon. He yeah. went. He doesn't like war. Mm. Every every p- person had tried it. He was in Vietnam also. Yeah, he, he yeah. and he did it voluntary as well. Yeah, and he's against it. And I wanted to know if I go to war. I forgot the position. I want to know how it is. Yeah, okay. I want to know why. What they say at the top is the same at the ground. Yeah, and I, I wanted to be at the fingertips. I didn't want to be in the back. I, I want to be. Right at the front, talk yeah. to the people, be there just to feel it. Mm. I uh, like that. I like that phrase at the fingertips. Yeah, yeah, at the I, fingertips. So yeah, I get what. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The real field. And I, when I was at Iraq, I was every time we had the opportunity to talk to people, and I, I was not a sergeant or anything, but I, mm. I'd say I wouldn't take notes. So mm. I took all the notes because mm. I I heard everything, everything that happened, and knew about because I was interested in it. Mm. And my third semester at political science i went at same time i was in afghanistan i studied political science i just took my exam really? back in denmark yeah oh wow yeah so because i was interested and i had an opportunity to do it and yeah. I, i could do it i did it Yeah, 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 and I thought I thought I found out they lie a lot. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> they lie a lot every time. Every time operation, oh, this operation was the best operation ever. I was no, it wasn't. That was total. <laughs> what does that do? What does that do to the yeah the the you know the soldiers on the ground? Like, what's your? Doesn't that create kind soldiers of soldiers are the most funny people ever because they know after two weeks you know the whole stuff is bullshit uh, yeah okay. so we know everything we do is bullshit and we make fun of it and we try to do our best and it's, it is all about uh having the civilian have a good have it good with us that's yeah. very important mm. especially the finger, fingertips mm. and uh, and just making fun of what they call operations and doing stuff and knowing okay. it's bullshit that And being careful, uh, yeah. All mm. uh, soldiers, if you talk to them about, about Afghanistan, this said ten years ago, yeah, it's it's gonna, Taliban's gonna win. Yeah, we yeah. wasn't surprised. We wasn't surprised. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And person, oh my god, really? Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the F- yeah. the Afghan police are stupid, mm. uh, corrupt people. So yeah, yeah. that's mm. the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Humor is also a way of coping with. A There's so much we left because the humor is. It's people it's say, dark. <laughs> yeah, it's so dark. It's so dark. When yeah. people, you make fun of people almost getting killed, and or yourself getting killed, you laugh about it, and you, can't, you I, I can't describe it. But mm. I know um, Tina Fey once described how to make a comedian laugh uh, because comedian has a good sense of humor as well. Mm. You, you have to have dark humor to be a comedian, right? Mm-hmm. He said if you make, you want to make the audience laugh in certain SNL, yeah, you have to uh, put a, a man. And dress her like a him like an old lady mm. and push him down the stairs. <laughs> If you want to make a comedian laugh, take mm. a real old lady and push her down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. and, and just for it's just it's just fun. It's not not the evilness you think, but no, no, you, no, you make yeah, fun yeah. of it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah Somebody like, almost gets shot. With, hey, you almost got killed. And we laugh about how you close the about of it all. The shot almost hit. Uh, I was a uh, rocket propelled grenade almost hit this guy in the stomach, and he froze. Come on, <laughs> dude, shoot back! <laughs> and laughing about that yeah, stuff, yeah. and it's it's yeah. yeah. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Marius, <laughs> uh, wh- what was when, I talking about? <laughs> uh, something about uh, fish and bottom. Yeah. Uh, 
But also, the Bonhomme is an interesting one because it's right next door to uh, the, um, the gas line that Germany has just said uh, is a no-go at the moment. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's all it's all tactical stuff. Uh, mm. When was, what was the time frame kind of thing with, for, with, the, with all this, do you know? Um, they, they don't give a time frame here in the article. Mm. Uh, But uh, yeah, it's something that has they have to sort of uh, uh, vote for or sort of uh, assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say yeah, okay, you can come in. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's interesting because I can kind of understand sort of this. Uh, oh, it's been seven years, and sort of this is also saying oh there is kind of saying yes to now this is happening kind of mm-hmm. uh, by yeah, this is inviting where... in them in, and I can kind of understand this idea that they could become a target. Yeah. Uh, But it's maybe a little bit like because there's a like a DF uh, Danish folk party uh, politician who says we're not gonna relinquish uh, our uh, sovereignty. So- sovereignty. Sovereignty. Why can't I say that word today? That's funny. Um, because it's a bit like uh, if you accept NATO troops to Bonholm, um, you know they still have to uh, they still have to abide by Danish law to some extent. Like mm. it's not like we're, we're you know just give oh but home is yours now and it's mm. a bit like how uh, yeah Danish troops were in Afghanistan like like regardless of who is who is here they must comply with Danish law. That's interesting. Yeah, we've that that's been a thing that's come up a bunch of times now, like with the the. I've, I've, I think I've said it every episode for the last five Say weeks. Say it again. But the, there was the Danish Navy picked up pirates off the west coast of Africa, mm. and then there was the talk of like what they, they could could they do with them because they because the Danish um, Navy had taken them, they had to be tried under Danish law, and because they couldn't guarantee that they would get the same equivalent in in West Africa. Mm. They didn't give them to any nation. They and they didn't take them back to Denmark because they didn't want to bring them to Denmark. So they just put them on a dinghy and pushed them off. And oh, just said, there oh, you go. That's nice. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> really, yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'm going to lighten the mood for a second. I'm okay. going to say there are four people in the studio today. Uh, three have mics and one's on the floor. Yeah. Um, can you introduce our fourth member, please? Yeah, that's Luna. That's my dog, a West Thailand White Terrier, and she is 13 and a half years old. Old hey, dog. I've heard since she She's was. She's heard eight, her name. Hello. Eight weeks old, and uh, my best friend. Yeah. I got two dogs, but that's uh, as a golden retriever as well. But that's a uh, my oh, what, me do? and my ex girlfriend's dog. So uh-huh. that's me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. One week I have it, I don't have it another week. But this just my dog. So divorced dog. She's, divorced she's, dog. She was meant to sleep in the other corner of the studio, but she's come over and sat next to me now. Like oh, yeah. nice. And she's a terrier. She just do does what she likes. Yeah. You can't push her around. Mm. She's not like NATO. Well, not only did you bring a dog to the studio, you also brought a story. Can you tell us what you brought What idea, what story you want to talk about There was about, about, especially about Denmark thinks they are the center of all attention in the world. Like, we, it does, does matter if we support Ukraine or not. Mm. Like, anybody cares? Like, anybody? It, oh, my God. Denmark mm. is coming, <laughs> Russia. Oh, my God. The Danes are here. Let's push up. Well, you mm. don't think that scares Putin? <laughs> that <laughs> He's gonna Explain, <laughs> sir. Explain. <laughs> the old Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings. We're not Vikings anymore. Nah. And they were not especially good soldiers. And Denmark, every time they're in a war, they lose a war. You can't mention a war where Denmark hasn't lost. Every single time, Denmark loses a war. Mm. So if it was a Putin, I was in that's sure, support Ukraine. Then you're going to ru- lose. Mm. So my my 
idea about the Ukraine Russia is Denmark should ally it with Russia. Because then Russia will lose. Then Russia will lose. Okay, okay. That's the only way to make sure you're gonna lose a war. Have Denmark besides you. <laughs> but then, then we look really bad. <laughs> but we saved the world. <laughs> we saved the world losing because we are so good at losing every. We we lost against the Taliban. We had warplanes and helicopters. We lost anyway. We are so bad at this war stuff. Why do you think? Why do you think? Realistically, now you you like honestly, what do you what do you think about like Denmark and its and its? its because we influence. don't want to fight. We don't want to fight because we we're not gonna we're as gonna a people do, as a people. We yeah. don't we, we we talk about fighting, but we won't do it. Every time there's a war, we are, every time we ask the U.S. to come to help us, mm-hmm. and I think we should we should do it. Should Build up a military big enough so nobody wants to attack us, and we don't need America's help because I don't want to get involved with America. But that's unrealistic. We're never going to be able to do that. Just not us. Just uh, uh, the same as Germany and France and all the other European nations should do it as well. But it's okay. It's, we we are kind like small kids living at our parents' house, mm. and we want our parents to do all the stuff, and we complain about I, I can't be up to eight o'clock and see the, my TV show. And I got to take out to crash. America is our parents do all the stuff and says, come on, please just use more than 0.7% of your national products to mm. defend yourself. And no, we don't want to. You just come to help us. And you should, mm. I think you should, you should take the responsibility about it. to build. But do you not, do you not think that there, it, it's uh, like the European Union and like peace in Europe was a, a legitimate path to go down? Like, because it, like, Like Ireland's the same. Ireland's got a very small um, army. Um, we've uh, we, but we're very active in peacekeeping and stuff like that. But like mm. we give to the UN and stuff. And so there's a lot. I think there's a lot of countries that are just not because considering the powers surrounding mm. Denmark yeah. and Ireland and these places, there's 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 no def- like poor Ukraine. I mean, fucking hell, it's Russia. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's no, there is no. I mean, they're going to put up a good fight and they'll do what they can, but you're up against Russia, you know? I mean, and I do you not think that it's kind of... I, I know, I know. That, if uh, someone chooses to attack a smaller nation, like if Ireland, if somebody decided to attack Ireland, they'll, they'll we'll put up a fucking good fight. And it might be a long, bitter war like the real one, the, the, the historic ones were, but it, you're going to get on onto the land, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? I think in the long run, Ukraine is going to win. You you can't a modern day win a war with just war, because if the people want to fight back, they're going to fight back, mm. and you're just going to go in and yeah. uh, you know, be another, like war. Iraq or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Like the, yeah, exactly. It's not you can't yeah. do that. Come into the country, yeah. but you can't keep it. Yeah. You can't keep yeah. it. That's yeah. that that's impossible. But you know, every time, okay, if you're out in town and you see a door door guy and he's two meter and ten. Uh, b- a bouncer, you mean? Bouncer, like, yeah, 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 big guy. Yeah. He's never gonna fight. He never fought once in his life. That's not true. That's not <laughs> sometimes, true. sometimes. But but is it more? Is more I know, I know a bouncer, <laughs> and he fights a lot. He's actually, it's but he it's, wins every time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, but, it's, <laughs> but it's not a good thing. There's <laughs> small chance someone will fight with him if you if you're a small guy. Mm. In in comedy zoo, a guy, it's, it's, uh, there's a guy. The bouncer is a real large guy from Sweden. Yeah. Played American football. He's never. He just go to people and say, "Be quiet," and they're quiet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The, the other guys, they sometimes people talk back because mm. they're not big enough. I mean, mm. you're big enough, you're strong enough. Nobody's gonna 
fuck with you. Mm. That's why I don't want. I I, I want to. Uh, I don't want war. I don't want conflict. But sometimes you have to be so strong. Nobody wants to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my point about it. Big enough to nobody wants to fuck with you. So you do you actually think Denmark should build a stronger military presence? J- just that two percent is fine, and all the other nations in Europe. Just when you 2%, say two percent, you mean two um, percent national brut- yeah, uh, yeah, gross GDP. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's got that's the fine way to do it. You're going to be stronger than Russia, and Russia can't do anything, and then. Because now they know we're not going to do anything about this. We are just talking about it. Why not just take a piece of Ukraine? But we are going to. Like, we are... Like, we're pushing back. We're, we're like now it's just sanctions. But yeah. if, if and well, if no, and 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 send uh, like they're, they're and, uh, yeah, sending, sending to, to Poland and Romania. And, like, there's 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 armaments. There's mm-hmm. like, weapons being moved. I mean, it's yeah. Like the the Germany sent some helmets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. helmets. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a couple of helmets. <laughs> but I, no, I just I just because okay. Here's here's my thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, it could be it could be today's the day where this all changes because the your idea of bringing a putting a high percentage of the two percent of gdp yeah, and, yeah. and and more into military right um to a country like denmark um is kind of going down to realism vibe of like strength real power yeah high, like strong power is is the only... softly and carry a big stick exactly yeah. yeah yeah exactly like that's the only way of of doing things like if you're not fucking armed to the teeth people aren't going to take you seriously whereas the, there's the neoliberal kind of vibe of like true trade true negotiations true delegation true mm. diplomacy there can be an interwoven like the european union was meant to be an idea of like interconnectedness mm. that because we're all so interwoven there won't be a war because we're helping each other anyway and if you fuck one of us over you're fucking yourself over too yeah so by going down the line of going heavier on military you are pushing off the idea of uh uh Um, diplomacy. Diplomacy. No, 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 not at all. Because it's an instrument of devo- diplomacy. Have a strong uh, defense. Mm. Mm. It. I mean, the it's been like the Cold War, like the the nuclear arms race. Yeah. Like, like eventually, you know, both nations were just like, well, no one's gonna win if there's a war here. But isn't it a bit still where we're at with that kind of? Yeah, but I don't want a war with Why? Russia. I don't think war with Russia is ever gonna be a good idea. So. Uh, Before now, I think we should have done something that Russia didn't want to go in in this path. Now it's too late, maybe later. But is my idea of it is if you got to want a free country, a free country is uh, is a country is soft internally and hard outwards. So what what do you how do you feel about um, Denmark internally? Then it's because uh, you uh, you moved here as, uh, when you were young. Yeah. Um, you d- now you work with English um, comedy. You do comedy in English as well. Yeah. Like, what, what do you? What's your feeling on the internal workings of Denmark? Do you think it's a strong place? Do you think it's unified inside or the the, 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 the beautiful part of Denmark is one of the mo- least racist countries in the world. We don't know it, but we are, and we're more more free. But it is going the wrong way. That's yeah. the sad part of it. Because if you go to Iran, I'm from Iran. If you talk about Iranians, should Iraqis be allowed in Iran? Everybody's no. What the fuck are you talking about? Of mm. course they're from Iraq. They're dirty Arabs. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna say that. Every other country in the world, they're racist, and no party is not racist. But Denmark, we at least we have a conversation about should there be more or uh, less foreigners. So we are kind of open, but we are. We are getting more and more closed. Yeah. The, the success of a country is have to have so 
different kind of people in the country and have it to function. Mm. Mm-hmm. And a success of a country is if other people from around other side of the world want to come to this country. So, well, that's true. But like Denmark, so many people want to come to Denmark. I mean, yeah. externally, it sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 only when you get inside Denmark you start seeing the. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's just still fantastic things here. But like, I many have person has contacted the show, or, or I've met personally that have been like, oh, it's fucking tough and it's fucking racist. Yeah. You know, in Denmark, you know, um, yeah, and in one kind of uh, kind of way, uh, because my thought it was racist in Denmark is like you you get a flick on your nose, not the big kind of race. It's, it's annoying as hell, and I hate it. What? And racism is there, but it's not the kind of hey internment camps for everybody and talking about <laughs> killing the the genocide of the other race. That's no. the I, I mean that's the good kind of racism oh. and you should go in the right kind uh, you, you, should, oh, you mean that that's like very clear in your face you know where you have it i think yeah i've heard other people say that like it's it's subtle hygge racism yeah it kind of just exists and we maybe we talk about it a bit more but mm. it's not been in the conversation i would say mm. like that's a that's a yeah. current thing that it's now seeping into the, the that's the thing I assume you should you should talk about because every time you s- talk about racism some people doesn't know racism I'm not a racist mm. I've never seen racism no because you don't see this more subtle yeah and say that's good I like to like a dog to train them saying, a good thing good <laughs> that's good that you have not the real big kind of racism mm. but the small kind is not good as well yeah, yeah. yeah but just start saying you're good and you don't have the big kind of racism <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Good thing, good thing. <laughs> well, but that's sadly where we're slightly yeah. st- steering towards more in your face racism. I would say also. I w- there was, yeah. there was, there was, yeah, 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 yeah. To show, yeah. I, I mean, there's some like you know, there's a dude who goes around burning the Quran. Uh, on a, used to do it on a semi-regular basis. So, I mean, there was some there were some people doing it a little too I, much. I had him in my, my, my podcast. What? You had him on your yeah, podcast? I was better than I talked to him. How yeah. and, and and I would not, I know. Such I kind of like him <laughs> because he's a real race. You know, you know the, the xenophobes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're being afraid of flying or a, or a spider. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything about. It. Some people are just xenophobes. He's a real xenophobe. Mm-hmm. And really? A, yeah, he's just a real Bele- xenophobe. He believes all this, all yeah. this shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he believes it. Wow. So that's I'm, it's just unfortunate for him. I feel sad for him because mm. you can't help it. But I don't like the people of Pinnevermon or in the Socialdemokratiet or. Uh, Venstre, them talking about doing racist stuff mm-hmm. and in the guise of something. Guy, and just for political power. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. I don't like. He's honest about it. He said, ah, I think Denmark should only be Danes. And saying, I don't think that's a good idea. He thinks, okay, because why? Because they're afraid of what's happening to Denmark. Okay, you are, you have a phobia. Mm-hmm. You're irrationally afraid of something you shouldn't be afraid of. Yeah. And you can't stop it. Maybe one, two percent of every people are insane. And he's just insane. Mm-hmm. But but the other guys, I don't like at all. That's what makes me mad. Because in, in 1999, the, the prime minister of Denmark said at the Danish Volkerparty, mm-hmm. they're never going to be uh, uh, house trained mm-hmm. like dogs. Mm-hmm. But now they're kind of... People said no, they're house trained, yeah. and I don't think so. I think that the the Danish Venstre uh, and Socialdemokrats is shitting in the in the kitchen as well. <laughs> yeah, that's the other way around. They're mm-hmm. all shitting in the kitchen right, oh, right yeah. now. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and the two percent who's insane, that's you. 
racist people, racist gonna be racist. <laughs> racist gonna be racist. People are gonna be afraid of spiders. People's gonna be afraid of snakes. People's gonna be afraid of foreigners. That's the way it goes. Hmm. Well, yeah. I'm learning stuff. So this was. This I, I know, I, you, you, you can you can say anything else. So this yeah. this was an article you read. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write this article? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Racist gonna so, racist. So so That's this is the way it goes. We bring we bring news stories and philosophies <laughs> to Coffee Copenhagen podcast. Uh, yes, thank you very much for your take. <laughs> um, so so uh, last week last week uh, we. Yeah, well, what you bring, Owen? Well, I brought. I brought. That sounded um, way more antagonizing than it was supposed to. Yeah. Hey, Owen, that was what story. Did you how was that not meant to be antagonizing? I was. Uh, so our guest last week discussed um, uh, the difficulties of getting um, full citizenship here, or, or being able to live in Denmark. She was an American citizen, mm. um, and uh, that was quite an interesting conversation. She mm. gave us great insight, and she had she brought up a particular case of. Um, Listen to last week's episode for more of that. Uh, but in that conversation, Marius, it was mentioned that you had a, a chef friend yeah. uh, who's ha- been having visa difficulties. Yeah, yeah. I actually went to that uh, restaurant uh, yesterday and Wednesday. Uh, Sahida, lovely restaurant. Mm-hmm. They got a nice ceviche now on the menu also. little plug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. So. Um, But yes, uh, they 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 yeah they'd hired a a, a Michelin star chef yep. specifically to sort of come and help them. I think he had a, as far as I remember, like an Asian uh, sort of a, a South Asian background. I yep. think, and they are from Pakistan, so their cuisine is like very traditional Pakistani. And mm. then they wanted to do some kind of fusion uh, mm. style, and he was there to help them with that. Uh, and he moved his family here, and he worked here. You know, mm-hmm. model citizen in many ways. Yep. Why not? And then he ran into issues of sort of, well, they didn't deem that the his job basically was was <laughs> uh, that it couldn't be given to a Dane. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, it happened to be right uh, at a, a critical moment because um, the editor of Copenhagen Post, Ben, uh, put this story to me. It's actually on the post as well. You can have a read of it. Uh, on the 11th of February, uh, there was a sit-in, a protest organized outside of the headquarters of SIRI, which is the head, uh, the the organization that oversees uh, migration and work visas. Okay, And this uh, sit-in was specifically organized by people working in the food industry. And chefs, because seemingly it is not just your friend, but it is a serious problem yeah. within uh, the industry, uh, the, the food industry, mm. that chefs and uh, people working in that industry are having a lot of difficulty. With their visas. Yes. Uh, the sit-in was organized by a woman called uh, Jessie Liu. Uh, forgive me if I've pronounced her name wrong. Uh, she got it up on Instagram saying, I'm sick of this. Uh, we need to start getting change here. Uh, and it caught on. People were, were really talking about it, and mm-hmm. the the news is out that this is a serious issue. So much so that uh, the it they've admitted SIRI, SIRI have admitted that, uh, that just in January that for 2021, 96% of applications were rebuffed. 96%? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, seemingly through this article, the... The idea is that they're continually changing the goalposts. Mm. Uh, so they're, they're they're what's needed to become a, a chef living here keeps changing. Uh, like would people will change jobs 
which is a total normal thing to do within uh, your city and all of a sudden you won't be reaching mm. reaching the criteria you had been before and it, it's because I, I read it I read this article uh, and it's a lot of uh, examples from chefs who are having difficulties uh, but it never really gets into wh- why they're making it so difficult like uh, one issue is saying that the uh, one particular case was saying that the the uh, wages were too low that the he he was too high highly qualified but the wages were too low right so it's just making mm. it's just really all over the place yeah uh, uh, reasoning so foreigners work too much and too So too hard and too hard and, 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 not, and not enough. And not, not enough. You yeah, don't and, work, and but you're not getting too much. You're yeah. not getting too much. Not, not yeah. the exact amount yeah. of work. We just want the exact amount of Danish work. Yeah, like uh, things. Yeah, so like uh, for so, instance, because the narrative at one point was like, oh, foreigners don't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so, for, so oh, and now you're working too much. You're nah, working too much. <laughs> uh, so here's a here's a here's a, a quote from one of the people um, at the sit-in. Uh, After seven months of waiting, SIRI uh, rejected my case. The reason seems superficial, mainly focusing on low prices for the restaurant's lunch menu. And then this is interesting, bringing into question whether the people overseeing the the process have any any culinary insight so it seems yeah, like crazy yeah, yeah. mad bureau- mm. bureaucracy and whether it's like maybe uh there's certain numbers to be hit like you can't give this many or you can only give this many so you have to make up bullshit reasons not to give it could be very well the visas or so i don't because it, it's so annoying that there's no overall uh reasoning behind this yeah and it's really upsetting that it's uh, of course We're talking about uh, the the food industry and chefs uh, in this uh, particular situation, uh, and it's really upsetting because Copenhagen, if known for anything, it's known for food and restaurants. I mean, like it has two yeah, of the, the, the two of the best restaurants in the top ten, number one and two, and three in the top fifty, mm. as well as some amazing food. So, like, of course, chefs are going to try and come and work here. And these aren't like these are like proper. F- like, I'm sure there's many different. People from many different backgrounds coming, but some are like incredibly well experienced chefs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just while I was reading up on this uh, article, uh, it came to my attention uh, that there is an ombudsman uh, working at the Fulting Ombudsman. Folketings. Yeah. Ombudsman. Yeah. Overseer. Overseer. Yeah, the person yeah. who like externally checks and everything. They've uh, just uh, brought out a. So Folketing uh, is the parliament. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I don't, don't know why I'm making it so difficult. Uh, but they, the ombudsman, uh, an ombudsman has come, uh, has been holding back foreign doctors' uh, applications for far too long. On average, it takes three years for a foreign doctor to be able to work in Denmark. Mm. And they're coming saying, "This is this is crazy. Why are you, why like the the process itself takes two to five days to f- um, finish mm-hmm. the application, then it takes three years to find out whether you're." can work here or not so it, it it's looking like from my point of view it's there internally has, there's something and there have been act like an active push like Inga Stoiberg was one of them uh, the Danish folk party has been you know a major catalyst for all of this like they're just making it extremely difficult mm-hmm. and I don't yeah like that was the goal to make it extremely difficult not yeah, necessarily yeah, like, yeah. So, uh, make a cake about how yeah. few Foreigners they are in Denmark like there's yeah. something good because yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah she did the whole Instagram with the cake with the lo- fifth yeah. law yeah yeah she introduced for the yeah uh, yeah yeah and every time I think they they have a, can you remember the 
24 uh, year yeah, rule. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, nobody did anything about it. You What's, the 20, what's the 24 something year rule? Something about you can marry. You, you know it better than me? No. If, <laughs> if you marry a foreigner, yeah. you if they're under 24, then you can't at all get them to Denmark. Yeah. But if they're. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't be together. But if they're over 24, then you have to show you have more connection to Denmark than the other country. Mm. So it's yeah. almost t- s- impossible to yeah. get somebody you love to Denmark. And everybody's, yeah, that's fine. No, mm. no, no, that's human rights. You mm. can't be with yeah. somebody you love. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, and everybody didn't do anything because there was so f- people don't care because it's not them. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it was attacked also by, um, I'm pretty sure it was like sort of, yeah, highlighted that, no, this is like a... Yeah, yeah against human against the Geneva Convention. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 human rights. You got human, human rights, and uh, yeah. and and there and Socialdemokratiet went with it as well. Yeah, yeah. The party mm-hmm. who was the left and said you are not house trained yeah. went with it as well because it was popular in Denmark because there were few foreigners. But mm. yeah, to the, use a new term I've learned, they're all shitting in the kitchen. All <laughs> shitting in <laughs> the kitchen, <laughs> and it's too much shit, and then I'm going out. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, it's a it's a messy situation. Did, did it affect you in any way? Because the, we we were also talking about. Uh, she also highlighted like there were some like uh, kids who were brought here. They had schooling in Denmark, and my then... my, my father had the problem because when the new Danish government came in 2001, they made the rules different, yeah, and right. he th- he couldn't come. He lost his uh, his residency in Denmark. Mm. So now he has to get a visa every time he wants to come. Really? Yeah, he can't be here anymore. Mm. So yeah, that's affected me as well. But yeah, okay. yeah but not not with the love. Okay. I've only been with. <laughs> I... Yeah, I only t- whites. Just want to my <laughs> kids to be so white as possible, so they don't just get any racism against them. Uh-huh. Red hair. So you don't want to freckles. You don't want to beat them. You Irish. Join I them. want the Irish. <laughs> I want those Irish chicks, yeah. maybe in Denmark have a Danish passport. I want this stuff. Yeah. I want to be as white as possible. I just, I just want to point out that this is the second episode in a row that Marius has quoted the Geneva or mentioned the Geneva Convention. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, the human rights. Human rights is is one thing. Geneva Convention is about the treaty, treating of people during wartime. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> It sounds nice. <laughs> Have you seen the movie The Bridge Over the River Kwai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Mentioned, mentioned all the time. Okay, uh, no, it's the Geneva Convention. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, little uh, update. Um, uh, Jesse, uh, the chef. Uh, the mm. uh, the good news is that she finally got her work visa. So um, she has thanked everybody who's got involved, but she said that she might be uh, happy or lucky enough to have got it, uh, but she's still having a lot of issues with um, uh, her partnership visa and that uh, there's a lot of people still in the industry in limbo and not knowing what to do and dealing with crazy bureaucracy. So, um, Mm. uh, yeah, so hopefully hopefully that kind of her her act. It's cool that her actions have... um, Obviously, hit a nerve that a lot of people come out and protested, and yeah. um, I hope that someone takes note up, up for her for higher up. For sure, does something about it. This is a kind of stupid as well because in, it's not like okay, Denmark we had the best restaurants, but we we doesn't have the best kind of food. You know, it's mm. not the things who make the food; it's the foreigners who all the food in Denmark is foreigners making it. Yeah, yeah. The best food in Denmark is foreigners. You never go to uh, London or Paris. Hey, we gotta have Danish food. 
No. There's no Danish food in no. Paris because no. it sucks. But that's, but that's the no. But oh yes, oh, no. It's not, okay. the, it's well, not no, a no, special kind. You know, you, well, uh, of food culture is because foreigners come yeah, and yeah. give something and yeah, I totally. you mix and we but have made our special stuff. But it's not really from Denmark, so we have need foreigners to make mm. the food so good. I'm, I, we should start a restaurant, a Danish restaurant. Get some, What? Go to Paris and start a Danish oh, yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not here. <laughs> Fuck no. There's loads of brilliant chefs here. No, yeah, yeah. Um, no. Uh, but it, this and we're I, not chefs. Well, yeah, but you don't have to be a chef to make a snowball. I mean, it's just like that's right. Rye <laughs> bread, shit put shit on it, grab, put mayonnaise on top of it. Um, sorry, Denmark. <laughs> but to inter- okay, so here's yeah. my philosophy on what you're saying about going to uh, London and not seeing a Danish uh, cuisine, right? Yeah. Because Denmark. And, okay, you can tell me the history of Denmark and what this is about, but Denmark does not like to promote itself externally very much. It doesn't do it with music, it doesn't do it with collaboration, it doesn't do it with food. It fucking loves it in Denmark. You mm. love your Danish music, you love your artists, you love your Danish, uh, like... I don't know styles. if I would promote it. I just think it's very, very few who ever make it outside of the country. No, and Sweden is taking all the fame. Bollocks, because Sweden, <laughs> because Sweden goes looking for it. Sweden is the one where we're like, ah, fuck it, we'll sing in English for a while. Denmark didn't do that. We got yeah. movies. We got movies. Danish yeah, movies are yeah, well, and yeah. but they're made for Danes. They just happen to be really good. <laughs> we are pretty good at movies. They're, they're, you're very good at movies. Yeah. You're very good. We all agree. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe you're right. Maybe we don't push our music that, or we're less prone to. S- Swedes are also just better, and it's, their their language sounds better singing in Swedish. That's but true. also, I think that also works better in English. Maybe. Yeah. The Swedish uh, yeah. accent. But I, but my I I think you guys because didn't you hunker down? You lost the empire at some stage, and then a king hunkered down and said, "Right, keep bringing that up, Owen." <laughs> but but you, you hunker down. You're like, right, we're just gonna fortified Denmark. When, when am I that's a, like a historic moment, isn't it? I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the date, but yeah. I mean, we It was we, a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. <laughs> but I think is it is it not Slight like a drizzle of rain? <laughs> <laughs> that's any Tuesday. Is it is is that like a a lingering effect of that kind of mentality? Yeah, yeah. No, that, I don't know. It's this whole gente low to some extent. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's Yeah, I'll take your, I'll take your two cents know, on this but, as well. Yeah, what, I don't, what, what I, I don't know. But I think that Danes like to talk about themselves. They think they're pretty good. They like to talk about the Vikings, and we discovered America and forgot about it. And then <laughs> you mentioned we found America. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't know. We think we, you think we are bigger than we are. I was uh, I was talk about uh, Denmark and the Iraq war. I don't know, go back to war and what Denmark did and how the war started. And it was big. Taylor show about it. I was just like, and I had to talk about it afterwards. I, I got interviewed. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I said, it's so funny, Denmark thing. If we, if we didn't say yes to the war, then George Bush, I said, okay, that's fine. We're mm. not going to invade <laughs> other country. We think we are big every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, we got dairy products. Oh, they love <laughs> our dairy products. Yeah, the milk. Yep. Uh, uh, our cartoons, big. Big cartoons. Everybody loves suck. Cartoons. <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> Can you remember the Danish cartoons? They were big. Everyone knew about the Danish cartoons. What? Oh, the ca- cartoon drawings. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you remember yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Blew up. Yeah. Oh, easy. blew up. Big in the Danish cartoons. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Pigs. We have a lot of pigs. A lot of pigs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Windmills. 
Windmills. Windmills. Yeah. What are we just listing shit you like now? <laughs> no, we just. I don't have it. We've got stuff. We got. Yeah. These are our claims to fame. Yeah. The queen. Yeah. We've got a queen. Sure. All right. I thought you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I don't get me don't wrong. Don't say I, this. What, I, what, I, what do the Irish got? What, what do you have? Uh, Guinness. Uh, Carlsberg. Bono. Carlsberg, Tubo. Bono. <laughs> We have uh, uh, René Diff. Um, <laughs> Lucas Graham. Okay, let's Lucas take it. Lucas Graham. Okay. Mountains. Mountain, yeah, cliffs. Yeah, uh, we got cliffs at Bonholm. Uh, yeah. We got it still. We America's still taking it. that still out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not for long, buddy. Not for long. All right, so we got uh, we got the whole Denmark. You got the whole Ireland, Ireland. Oh fuck you! Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, the north. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a girl well, let's uh, not start a war between Denmark and Ireland here. Um, uh, okay, so normally we do a quick roundup of a uh, little bit of news, but uh, we we're going to just talk about. Um, Denmark's reaction to um, today's events. Mm-hmm. So, um, Marius, can you tell us what what the what's what's been happening? Uh, <laughs> well, the prime minister, uh, like uh, in most countries, uh, the prime minister came out and sort yeah. of uh, con- con- condemned the actions of yeah. Putin mm-hmm. and uh, said that we would uh, support uh, Ukraine. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I thought it's more interesting to talk about the fact. Well, you have been to war uh, but I think this idea about war in Europe hmm. it's such a and maybe this is a very I don't know naive and position of mind but like it's 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 blowing my mind it's a little bit hard for me to fathom that that this might actually be a thing like well, I've thing. been so privileged hmm. I've always <laughs> you know as long as I've lived war has been you know not in Europe Mm. And I or in Bosnia, or in yeah. Kosovo, yeah, 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 yeah. Like but that's not the it same. It really feel like yeah. the, our backyard kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I just think it's. Thanks a, for bringing that up, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying <laughs> that that was a war. Next version, 1999. Yeah, So yeah, I just thought, like, yeah, I just wanted to hear what, what's your guys like feeling about it, or like, is is this? Because I mean, we met in a bar what two days ago, and I was like, ah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Like I just couldn't wrap my head around, and and I think it was also this idea. Like I can't, I can't understand what does Putin have to gain. Like surely it's just gonna be a massive fucking mm. like the ruble just plummeted. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like uh, and it's impacting like like other European countries mm. as well. Um, but like, how did what did they stand? To, I don't get what they stand to gain if it's a massive war. Like. I- i heard a, I heard an interesting take on that. Um, the BBC had a, a, a Russian correspondent on, uh, and he was saying that um, he was talking first about that Putin's kind of everybody's talking about Putin's decisions here, and this war is Putin's um, creation, right? That it's it like even there. Have you seen that clip where he has his his uh, um, members of government in to to uh, discuss um, the 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 decision to to recognize those um regions mm. and he talks down a lot of them who aren't saying directly what he wants to say he like so he's he's fucking like it's my way or no way right it's yeah, like okay. it's uh so it he's this guy's this bbc correspondent is clarifying that this is putin's creation mm. and the idea he was saying is that like putin cannot stand that uh, first off that ukraine isn't part of russia that he he sees it as a, it should be a part of russia uh, and that more importantly that Ukraine, after the fall, after the the the, the revolution in two thousand fourteen, and and the the pro Russian government was outed, that they've actually succeeded 
in going their own way and that they're being quite successful and they're being quite um, modern and Western, uh, seen quite successful Westernly and Putin can't stand that Russia is doing better than Ru- uh, no, Ukraine. Ukraine is doing better than mm. Russia mm. under his watch and that he, he, he cannot abide Ukraine to succeed. So you think it's a legacy place. kind of thing? That exactly. That he's trying to yeah, yeah. secure his legacy? Exactly, yeah. 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 That is Fucked that is very up. scary. Because, yep. yeah, that's one man's like, yep. yeah, power ego trip. Yeah. That's a fucking big ego. Yeah. God damn it. Wow. That's almost impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. For me, it was like, I remember when I woke up when Trump was elected. Yeah, that was I, another I didn't one. believe it. And yeah. I remember Today, that when one. I woke up, it was... Okay, this is actually bombings. Yeah, yeah. actually, but yeah, that's other kind of because it's yeah. with tanks against tanks. Yeah, mm. and the other war is just another kind of war, but this is real yeah. us against yes. the Russians. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's been talking about the last eighty years or seventy years. Mm. So this is yeah, this real actual war and, war and can it, happen. I think as as people who live in Europe, um, we've always had that kind of like ah, but Europe. We had the big one. We had those big yeah, wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got through that. Yeah. We're the safest part of the world. Yeah. And now that it's like here, it kind of everything that's out the window, right? Mm. I mean, fuck, anything can happen. But it has kind of just been this build up kind of to some ex- like not just in Europe, but yes, like Trump. Uh, also just Brexit to me was like mm. like yeah, yeah. A, like but like it People d- dividing. But it, but it, it, it but here's the thing. We're never going to get to a point in the world where it's a utopia, where everyone no. gets on. It's mm. always going to be an ebb and flow of like diversity and 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 war like warring factions or um collaboration and working together right it's mm. and it's but it's never ever going to be perfect and we've had a pretty fucking good run yeah <laughs> especially yeah. in Europe yeah so it's inevitable that it's time yeah, will and if you look historically like this is unprecedented ex- like we've never seen any like, the, the, the peace you the, we've yeah, had yeah, exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but and then if you look at, again if you look into history it's inevitable that shit's going to fall apart again mm. so um Luckily, it's not fucking nukes. That's all. I mean, <laughs> 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 yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's what we're afraid about, eh? Right, yeah, uh, yeah. waking up and you see it just a flash and think, "What?" Looking <laughs> out the window and a mushroom cloud and saying, "Ah, oh, goddammit. it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> and what yeah. to do? I don't know. I don't really yeah, know yeah, what yeah. to do. It's an like, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you can't do anything. You can't really do anything. So mm. gonna go have what a beer the old or something. American like like duck duck and cover duck and roll duck and cover duck and yeah, cover, duck yeah. Duck yeah. And cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like children songs yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's what you can do mm. yeah mad I know I, I, where I live is kind of concrete that's kind of cool I can be in in the cellar okay yeah okay yeah, that's a good idea I think so but whenever I come out there's nothing to do no it's yeah. worse than corona I think this is worse than corona yeah. nuclear <laughs> war is uh, my take yeah. <laughs> yeah. my take on this so it's gonna be a tougher lockdown it's gonna be a tougher lockdown yeah that's yeah. tougher yeah. lockdown the hazmat suits masks are, yeah. are gonna cut it this yeah. time <laughs> faces are coming off yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so oh, anyway uh, Marius Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any hot tips for the week ahead? For your final week. <laughs> your final weekend of enjoyment. Uh, uh, uh yes. Uh let's uh let's lighten the mood. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh so uh first hot tip is um is a silent disco. Oh. Cool. Yeah. This fucking would open. Thank you. Uh, Silent Disco, uh, uh, together with Copenhagen Light Festival, which has been uh, going on around the city. I don't know if you've uh, noticed it. Yes. It's been uh, a 
couple of light fixtures and uh, laser beams the green going thing. around. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, uh, yeah. So this is a, a chance to, uh, as they write, get out. The darkness is upon us. Oh, it's very uh, true. Um, not just uh, the season, but also with this whole Russia-Ukraine thing. Oh. Uh, the months are long and uh, everything, uh, the days feel short. But in February, we're uh, celebrating the light and the art in Copenhagen Street. And with uh, silent events, the DK is uh, honored to be a part of the Copenhagen Light Festival 2022. So come on and uh, move in an, uh, a wave of uh, a billion how? Roaring sea. Of, of, yeah. uh, roaring, sea. roaring sea of music, dance, uh, and dance. Uh, so you get some earphones, uh, headphones, and uh, you can uh, listen uh, to some music and look at some lights. Uh, so the organizers are silentevents.dk and it will be on Haunigal 50. Um, this uh, it's happening uh, this weekend. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's not a, re- a new Oh, a new sorry. Home, the, right? the, it's, hap- it's been going on from the 12th to the 19th yeah, to the 26th. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, all yeah. days from uh, 6 to 11. Very cool. Yes, Thank yes, you. yes. That's what. Uh, another hot tip. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, is uh, a theater festival called Behold International Theater Festival. It's at uh, Rådhuset uh, 13. And uh, yeah, Teaterhuset is going international with its brand new theater festival. Uh, interested in seeing some uh, performance, mixing live music and tango from a group of Argentinians, maybe? Could be something. Maybe. Maybe some Macbeth <laughs> with a dash of Lithuanian and Finnish. Yeah. Or a Greek tragedy from Nordic Baltic troupe. So uh, there's uh, plenty of interesting uh, uh, experimental theater uh, cool. for the internationals to check out. Nice. And this is on uh, the 25th of February uh, and the 26th also nice. from uh, 7 to 11. Masoud, you got any any shows coming up? Yeah, tomorrow I'm at Knock Knock. Oh, yes, the new comedy club in uh, the city center of Copenhagen. Yeah. Nice. Uh, there's a... There's an tomorrow being jam Friday. Jam night. When... Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Friday jam night. Yeah. There's a... Um, Yeah, have you seen the Kill Tony? You know, Kill Tony, the American YouTube show where new comedians go up and do one minute and they got a panel of judges. No, oh, no, I haven't seen that. No, that sounds fun. Yeah, that's a, a one on a time and there's a band and you make fun of the jokes they made and talk ah, to them. Yeah, right. I wanna, I'm in the panel Cool. Uh, tomorrow. And uh, yeah, and then I got um, next month the, the 19th and Knock Knock, a show. A regular show. Do you ever Knock. go to Aarhus or Odense? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, any, I started any... in Aarhus. Oh uh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. cool. You've been there as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. To the uh, the cellar. What's it called? The one downstairs? The top scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's called spot. something else. Today. I can't remember now. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Now. <laughs> But we were talking about it last week. First place I've been. Really. Yeah, well, let us know. Well, let us know when you're going there next. We'll we'll put it up on the the Facebook page because we do cool. like to let people know when 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 people are performing in Aarhus, uh, and wherever wherever else. I mean, it, the whole of Denmark, wherever someone's doing something. Um, final thing before we go, I'll ask you to pick a number, uh, to fi- figure out who won our competition, uh, that we put up on Instagram and Facebook last week. Between one and fifteen, number seven. Number seven, Katrine Harder. Hey, and the answer was the answer was uh, <laughs> hybrid Copenhagen. Exactly, hybrid bar, uh, bar cafe hybrid. They that is what the photos were. Uh, if you're wondering what we're talking about, every week we put up photos of a local business in Copenhagen, and if you really simple, if you just tag the business, 
because uh, you have to guess what it is because the photos are a little bit mysterious little tag bit. tag the business and you will win something mm. really simple so uh, what did Katrine Harder win? two beers two beers two beers head down there and get two free beers from Highbridge Uh, we will have another competition starting uh, today. Today, yes. when this is out, there's going to be photos up on uh-huh. Facebook, on Instagram. I'm going to tell you, it's a, it's it's going to be it's, it's a, a delightful place. It's, it's a really delightful cool. Delightful. You're going to love this one. Yes. So get up. All you have to do, all you have to do, is tag what you think this is. And here, here's a quick quick hint. If loads of people are saying the same place, just fucking hint that one. Yeah. It's probably it's right. Probably right. Yeah. And then you're still in the draw. It's that simple. Yes. All right. That is the show. Thank you so much uh, for coming in, uh, Masood. Thank It's you. Very interesting talking to you. Really fun. Yes. Uh, Marius, thank you so much. Thank you, Owen. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. But uh, in the meantime. Stay coping. <laughs>